Hey guys, make sure to check out this offer from Strava Craft Coffee. You guys can get 20% off a Strava Craft Coffee subscription with the code DNVR20. We know a lot of you have taken advantage of that one-time, first-time Strava Craft Coffee offer, but now you can get 20% off a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. You can get your coffee every two, three, four, six, or eight weeks and 20% off any product that you are subscribing to. If you've never checked out the CBD infused Strava Craft coffee, what are you waiting for? We have it at the bar. We have it almost every day here at DNVR. So check it out today. Get 20% off any product with a Strava Craft coffee subscription with the code DNVR20. Jokic. Jokic. What is Ooh. up, everybody, and welcome to the DNBA show, Casual Friday Lasers, energy. I can't believe I wore a collared shirt to the Casual Friday. Yeah, what the heck? Wow, wow, what a tie. I can't believe yeah. I wore shorts to a Casual <laughs> Friday. <laughs> it's a little, a little too, too casual. casual. <laughs> well, he's, he's right in the right spot. Although you look good. Yeah. Now, I'd like to casually close up. You can put club. the hat backwards if you think it'll help at all. Let's take a look. What do you think? Let's take a look. I think that did it. I think I might go back to it. Well, welcome in, everybody. We were just talking before the show went live. Missed it, man. Missed being right in this very chair with my feet up. Beer in hand, talking to you, Jen. In our assigned seats, of course. I miss uh, I miss the part where the show's about to start. We're like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> Instead of during the season, we're like, let's talk about the Nuggets game that we just watched. That's a good I, point. I almost <laughs> missed the show because I was convinced we were doing this from home. <laughs> I had no, <laughs> no idea. We were this is actually it. the first show that I've been on at the start. Like for oh, three yeah. months, true. Oh, so yeah. actually, is, uh, it would be it'd be better for us if you. Left yeah, should I go? For, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll sub you out with RK. <laughs> uh, well, we have a lot to get to, you guys, so we won't banter for too long. But before we get started, I have to introduce my esteemed panel here. It's always the same. I don't know why I introduce you guys. It's always the exact same group. Esteemed. I've got, I got Brendan. Brendan, vote over here. Uh, I'm wearing a hat that says Cancun on it today. One, two, so three. Today's outfit brought to you by a gas station clothing section. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good promo. Good promo right Thank there. You. Uh, yeah. I've also got D Line Co. You know. Is Delanco? I love. I'm here to contrast Brendan in every way. We have <laughs> we have different worldviews. I couldn't look better. Brendan, was, I mean, so really Brendan's shirt is wrinkly. His hat came from a who, who knows where. I'm representing uh, Colorado, lovely, and I look great. So, well, the three of us have all chosen black on black. Today, it's a which funeral. Is it's a funeral <laughs> for, for Brendan. Brendan's like a Cancun <laughs> mode. And then, of course, the man with the wind in his hair, the Peloton Prince yeah. himself. I'm here to be the happy medium between <laughs> Eric so happy. And, and Brendan. Always just leveling things out. Yeah. <laughs> Even keeled. But <laughs> never guys, too high or too low. We are not a quartet today. We are a, is it a quintet? A quintet. 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 It's a yeah, quintet. I think. We, we are a quintet today because we are joined by the homie and the chief oh, Serbian boy. correspondent of the DNVR Nuggets podcast. That's a hell of a time. Miroslav, can we bring him in? Can we bring oh, in out here to Serbian Oh, you forgot to, you didn't play the Serbian national anthem, though. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're doing a good job, but not a great job. Uh, Miroslav, 
Hello. Dobro vecher from Serbia. Dobro vecher. Dobro vecher. I always forget that one. Cheers, um, Well, first of all, Miroslav, it's good to see you, man. How are you uh, adjusting to the off season there in uh, Serbia? It was really exciting. I, I wished it, it lasted for two weeks longer than that, but mm. you know, mm -hmm. it, 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 it's, it's just so sweet to be in, in bed every night at, at 10 o'clock. You know, it's, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> at a regular hour. Are you watching the NBA Finals then? I, I take it that's a no. Okay. Well, it's okay, dude. Yeah, it's we don't okay. we don't hold it against. We don't you. blame you. Well, we're excited to have you on. We're excited to get back to this uh, this program. But I want to. So you recently took a very interesting trip up up to Sambor. Some people call it the mecca of uh, of Serbian basketball. Uh, nobody calls it that, but I'm going to start. Many calling people. It we're that. calling it that. We're calling it's it that. The mecca. Um, would what? First of all, what made you decide to do this trip, and what made you decide to do it now? Srđan Vlaška, a big Nuggets fan and a big Nikola Jokic fan, of course. Uh, he is the head of Sombor Educational Center, uh, a non-profit organization focusing on kids' needs in Sombor. And Srđan has great connections in Sombor, so he could have uh, uh, get me some some cool people to talk to. Yeah, somewhere wow. as, as you'll find out later. So, are you becoming famous? I mean, let, let's let's kind of famous gauge sir. the famousness of Miroslav right so, now. Because two TV appearances now, two right? Two TV right? appearances. I'm um, surprised he agreed to come on the show today. <laughs> to be completely honest, it was actually three TV appearances. <laughs> oh, excuse <laughs> me, excuse, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> two of them were like pretty close, like five days apart. So, yeah, I, I can imagine. It's it's uh, blurring into one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. This is probably the reason uh, uh, most of people in Serbia know me because of the TV appearances. Because you know, Twitter is not a, a strong game in Serbia. Very few people in in Serbia actually uses Twitter. There are something like a couple hundred <laughs> accounts, and most of them are just you know political bot accounts. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've uh, seen those. So. <laughs> yeah. <familiar. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so not not a lot of people is using Twitter. TV is is still a, a much easier thing to to get to in Serbia. So, yeah, yeah, probably probably that was one of the reasons why why Sergeant reached out to me, so we can we can connect in in Sombor. And yeah, it was it was a really really nice trip. Uh, I had a chance to to see some of the beauties of Sombor. Sombor is a very small town. It's only forty thousand people. But if you're okay with that, I promise you, it's the most beautiful 40,000 people town <laughs> in the world. It's really, it's really, really pretty. It's really nice. So you, so, why, so you really believe this, that it's one of the prettiest towns? I mean, 
Yeah, for, for this size of town anyway, you know, for this size of town, it's, it's, it's one of the prettiest I've ever been for, for this size of town, for sure. Uh, yeah. Are you I, hoping Nicole is watching this? Are you trying to suck up to him? <laughs> he is. You know, what are the odds that Miroslav becomes like, you know, uh, Nicola's guy? What are the chances? Nicholas guy. 100%. Uh, we're going to keep working. We're going to keep chipping away at that for you, Miroslav. But um, <laughs> before you, we move on, he said that it was a really long drive. It was three hours. Is this a Colorado thing that I just feel like yeah. three hours is like, yeah, that's nothing. Like I would do that for a drive. I'd no, go to see the Aspen trees. If you, yeah. if you go to the east coast of uh, this country of ours and you drive three hours, you go through like eight states. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right, true. Right, yeah. if in the west, when you drive three hours, you're like, am I still in Texas? Yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah of course. Yeah, 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 for sure. So your three-hour drive, you got no sympathy points from me because to me, yeah. that's like a pleasant, pleasant drive. This is Serbia. Serbia is a small country. Small country. The the farthest away I can drive through Serbia is like four and a half hours, not more <laughs> than that. So so it's it's one of the bigger trips you can you can do inside of Serbia. For I anyway. gotcha. Anyway. All right. So so take us on this journey, man. I just want I'm going to hand the mic over to you. Tell us uh, we have some photos as well. Although I don't know if we're going to be able to line up the photos the way you want. Um, so maybe we can just pull up. Do you want us to pull up a photo and you kind of talk about <laughs> yeah, what's happening? Yeah, sure. This is going to be uh, juicy. Sure, I can already tell All right, the juice. so we have, uh, we have our first photo here. Uh, it looks like it's you. Nice shirt. Yes. I knew yes. it was going to be juicy. Miroslav standing on a basketball court. And that in the background is the legendary Nikola uh, Jokic mural from his elementary yeah. school. Is that right? You, you can see four things here on this photo. You can see myself. You can see yep. Sergeant Vlaškalic, my host. Check. In... Uh, in uh, in Sombor, you can see the mural of Nikola Jokic on his elementary school. This is where he spent his eight years as a, as a kiddo. And also you can see the first basketball court he, he was, uh, you know, learning bas first basketball steps on. So it, it's pretty big. Actually, the court didn't look this nice at the time when he started playing. There was no glass boards on the <laughs> basket. There was no, uh, you know, this red kind of nice floor it was it was a, a concrete floor but you know it, it was good enough for nicola to become a top five player i guess did you, is it common outdoor basketball in, Ser in serbia or indoor basketball more common well if you play if you play pickup basketball it's 99 percent outdoor that's crazy there are very there are very few indoor courts i, I mean you know you have you, you have uh, in every in every town you have four or five indoor courts that can be used but most of them are used you know by by basketball clubs so if you want to play pickup you you, you can only have like graveyard shifts like like uh, 12 p.m you know yeah. shifts for for basketball courts so we don't have this this kind of uh, organized uh, uh, well at least for pickup basketball anyway if you play five on five even, even then if you're not in a in an organized club you need to play during the night or uh, or have a really, really good relationship relationship with somebody who who owns a, you know a, a gymnasium to do it. I have a I have a question for you. Do people in Serbia know about the Sambor Shuffle? Has it has that yeah. phrase made it out there? The Sambor know about the their Sambor own know about the Sambor Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I, at at this point, I'm sure that most of people knew know about this uh, this phrase because uh, it's been uh, on TV many times, at least three times when I was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> what a flex! So you are solely responsible for bringing the Sambor shuffle so to Sambor. By the way, that's three more television appearances that any of us have made <laughs> off of this show. That's not true. I had a pet television. That's true. Oh, yeah, it's Eric, yeah. it's yeah. Eric and Miroslav. I'm gonna leave these bums. <laughs> 
Yeah, so so I'm guessing there was at least one more appearance of Sombor Shuffle on some other show, not Pro- featured probably. by me, you know, so... <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, hopefully, hopefully many people now know this term. All right, Kale, let's throw it to another photo. Let's see, uh, let's let's keep going on this uh, journey. Of course, now you to, this is you in front of the mural. Yeah, this this is actually me flexing with my wife. So, uh, <laughs> nice, nice wife flex. <laughs> wow. Shout out the wife. I'm, I'm glad to see that you and your wife are still together after staying up until God knows when to watch uh, the playoff run. Glad oh, to yeah, hear that. Yeah, I, I, I need it to be really cool because, you know, she, she is really supporting me in this crazy journey of mine. So this, I think this was never shown on the internet ever. Until now. A, a yeah. DNBA uh, exclusive. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah this is, well, DNBA at least this, this is what they told me in summer that this is a world premiere. So this is actually <laughs> Nikola Jokic at the age of eight, the first time he enrolled wow. in a basketball club unbelievable wow this is his first official basketball card yeah and this is this is yeah this is his first basketball card and uh, the the club name is uh, was uh, um so kosh so kosh so for sombor and kosh means basket in serbian ah. and th- this club now is called uh, kk joker or basketball club joker and this is you can oh see that is incredible my head. oh look uh, at that yeah scarf. you gotta send us yeah. some banners man i'll pay you whatever that's <laughs> awesome that is really dope oh so i love that every document for nicola hold, hold on, has uh, resurfaced and is like i know yeah it's incredible <laughs> it is cool that it's like yeah this was remember, his remember library we, card we spent like uh, eight years wondering if the president had a birth certificate this we was have his first every bike. single document from nicola just live uh, uh, the greatest voya hops did we just give out his his uh, social security number did that just was it happen? on there We'll we'll find out. Oh, I hope not. I hope not. Um, man, that's awesome. Let me ask you this one, because sometimes what happens with in here in American culture with AAU, not always, but sometimes a player gets famous and then they come up with like Kenneth Freed has the Manimal Elite AAU team oh. now, right? Where like he's the next wave of all trying to be. A, and there, this happens. Is the uh, KK Joker basketball team, is this a, a grassroots hotbed of the future of Serbian basketball? Or is it just like a... Little League named after him. Well, it, it is a club that have uh, all kinds of, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, kinds of, of teams inside from, from little guys, eight-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds, cadets, uh, junior team. And they, all, they also have a senior team that is playing in a, uh, uh, not a top, top level uh, in Serbia, but, you know, it's, it's a club from Sombor. And it's mostly, uh, you know, me. made made by by Sombor kids, from from top to bottom. So actually, the the president of this club is Nikola's Nikola's father, Branislav, and uh, the club is in good hands because these people love basketball. This this man had That's three awesome. profe- pro- three professional basketball players for his sons. So. Uh, yeah, it's 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 really cool. Do you think Jokic would be a good coach? Like the Jokic right now, we saw him not... as a coach. <laughs> okay, we did see him as a coach. No, but I'm I'm serious. Like, do you think he's a guy? You know, they always have these camps, and a lot of these players will be like, "Man, when Kobe came and talked to my camp when I was in eighth grade, <laughs> it changed my life." This, but you think Jokic has a similar effect here, where it's like, I don't know. Like he's he. I'm being serious. Hey, you're laughing, know. but I'm being serious about this. Like, 
He's unique. I, w- I wonder if he just gets frustrated that the middle schoolers can't see what he can see on the <laughs> yeah. court. I, you know, Jokic comes in, he picks them up, he touches their heads, and, oh, then, he yeah, like, he and then he cracks a joke and then he leaves, and, then <laughs> like, and it's incredible. But I don't know that he's like, I don't, I don't know that it's, he's imparting the eye of the Joker into them, like the <laughs> like the, the Kobe mentality. I don't know if it's dripping off. Maybe I don't know. Maybe one day. What do you think, Miroslav? It's it's really hard to say. I'm not reporting anything. But my, my <laughs> what are you doing is... here? <laughs> Agree to disagree. Listen, <laughs> listen on, on this thing, uh, my my uh, thinking about it is that he might become a coach one day, Ooh. but he will take like five years off yeah. after his playing playing. Uh, I don't think he'll be uh, career. I think he'd be an amazing coach. Amazing coach. He he would be a great coach, but I have no idea. You know when he would be ready to to get back into the grind because I, I I've seen some interviews in Serbian with him you know he's really overwhelmed because he has so many so many things to do every day in the NBA you know from like seven o'clock in the morning to ten o'clock in the in the evening and he he cherishes his months in Sombor so much he he just comes to Sombor in the normal off season that's like three months in Sombor. He never leaves Sombor at all. Yeah. Right. He, he, he never goes to Belgrade. He never even goes to Novi Sad, which is the first big city next I want to Sombor. He just stays there. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, brother, because you'll hear stories about LeBron in Akron and how he doesn't necessarily have to travel with security all the time. And there's sort of like unspoken agreements between the people there and him. Like if he's sitting and having lunch, you don't go up and bother him. And, you know, if he comes up and says hi, maybe it happens. Maybe he picks up the tab. But for the most part, people respect LeBron space in Akron. What is that relationship like with Jokic and Sombor? That's a good question. I think it's even more in Sombor because, you know, America is, is much more crazy about celebrities than Serbia. You know? Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's much lower, uh, how to say, uh, much lower level of, of craziness about it. So in Sombor, what I feel is that everybody is actually protecting Nikola. It's just like, mm. you know, just away. Come on, man. You're a foreigner here. Don't don't bother the guy. Just just move away. Right. Because they had some really bad experiences with, you know, we call that yellow press, the, the guys from tabloids. Yeah. You know, uh, they, they were trying to yeah, probably. Yeah. The DMA show. Yeah. <laughs> or the worst. <laughs> they were trying to dig up some dirt on him. And, That's and, what we're know, trying to do with this segment. No. Yeah. No, no. So, we no, no. So you know, you, you need to respect that, you know. And if you respect that, you then you you can be friends with with everybody there because everybody's so laid back over there. Everybody's so super friendly. That's it's awesome. crazy. That's I mean, awesome. it's it's really it's really uh, how to say this is a part of Serbia where pe- where people really are really friendly. It's it's not a big surprise. So you know, if you would keep your uh, profile low. I could get you to Nicola. Come on. Uh, <laughs> but that's what's so cool about how you got showed around and and whatnot, because Sombor seems so sacred. Mm. And you're not, I mean, you are an outsider. You're, you're not from outsider. Sombor, but you are yep. Serbian. You shuffled your way into town. But the fact that you were able to go there and kind of get the up-close experience is pretty cool, because it, Sombor just feels so so sacred and, like, holy almost yeah. for us. Yeah. Can we see some more photos so I can I can go yeah, to on, the Kale. guy I want right. to talk come to on, about? So can you read Miroslav's mind? <laughs> this is actually Nikola promoting this uh, somber educational center of Sergeant Vlaškalic. He's just you know a 
uh, a nice guy that wanted to support some some nonprofit organizations. Can we go? Yeah, we, we, on yeah, it? Give us a yeah what else we got here? What else we got for the education? Yeah, yeah, it's for the education of kids. Okay, so the guy on the right is Nicola's first coach. Oh. He's, uh, he's one of his coaches that was with Nicola for the first seven years of his basketball life. His name is uh, Serjan Stojkov, and uh, he is the, the main uh, star of this story for today. And the guy next to him, I don't know if you remember him, this is Željko Rebrača, former Piston Center. He is actually... <laughs> Wait, who? I do, what no. was the name? Željko Rebrača. He used yeah, to play <laughs> for several <laughs> teams somewhere between 2000, 2004, something like mm. that. But in, in fact, he is, he is like top five European center of all times. He was the undisputed star of uh, FIBA World Cup in 98, for, sure, for, for example. He is a two-time European champion as well. So he is a great guy, and he's also from Sombor. Actually, he is from a village near Sombor, but he lives in Sombor now. Another uh, big sport uh, person in Sombor at this moment is, uh, is uh, 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 sorry, Filip Krajinovic. He is a top 30 player, a tennis player on the ATP list. So you have a really small town with, with some really great uh, sports guys, which is which is kind of crazy, yeah. but uh, it, it must be something in the water for sure. Yeah, there's uh, in my town, um, Fort Collins. There was one Bronco player that uh, grew up there, Rick Dennison. Big deal. Yeah, real big, big deal. deal. Yeah. yeah, a few really bad college teams too. <laughs> Zach Braff okay. went to my high school, but I don't think that's relevant. No, no. I could have so, guessed that. So, yeah. So this is, right. this is this is again uh, a Sergeant Stoikov coach. And this photo is from uh, 2014. So the, there is this small uh, uh, skinny guy next to him. He I looks so skinny, man. Yeah, yeah, it's two, 2014. But you know, uh, NBA players look skinny next to normal people. That's you know? so true. Great point. <laughs> it is very true. I say this all the time. And he's wearing yeah. the Detroit University of Detroit Mercy uh, jersey. The Titans. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, where, where uh, Jokic's brother where played? Got it. Yeah, oh. that's right. That's Eagle right. Eyes over here. Uh, wow, yeah. Sergeon is, is a good friend. Sergeon is a good friend with, uh, with uh, Strahinja. Strahinja used to play together with Sergeon in Subotica in, in, on the top level in, in uh, Serbian basketball. They used to play together. And back in those times, what? Nikola was only seven. <laughs> and uh, because he loved his brothers so much, he used to travel with them. You know, to away games or whatever, and uh, after the, the games would end late at night, the bus would go, come back to Sombor. Nikola was always sleeping on the bus because he was seven, so everybody need to be really quiet on the bus, you know, <laughs> even after a win, because you know you need to be to be quiet because of the baby. It's funny because I think people think of Jokic as like a late bloomer, late arrival, you know, whatever. But he kind of grew up around the game and even professional basketball, mm -hmm. which is, I feel like, am I wrong in saying that doesn't seem like the story people think of of him? No. Well, well, it's funny. He took like a kind of traditional path right. to the NBA. If you think about it, he played for his hometown club, played for a big club in Serbia, was 
potentially going to play for a big club in Europe, like right. a Barcelona, right. and then came to the States. So it's kind of actually a traditional path. It happened maybe more condensed and his rise was pretty yeah. steep, but it just, it sounds to me like he was around basketball from a very early age and not just around it as in most NBA players are, but like he was like on the bus seeing what professional life was like at an early age. Yeah, that's right. He's been living basketball his whole, his whole life. That's, that's not the cliche to say that. You know, there, there is one anecdote that, that Sergian told me about uh, uh, Nikola growing up. He was a bit of a stubborn kid. He didn't no, like to train very hard every, every day. He had some inat in him, as you might think he has. So, uh, yeah, there were times like when his father would tell him, okay, no basketball for you for two weeks because you're grounded because you didn't put enough effort on the training and so on. There is also one thing, one more thing. I don't know if you know these these guys, but sometime during during his uh, growing up, he quit basketball for six months. He just left and and didn't. Are we talking about the start of this regular season? Is this even part of his childhood? This story? <laughs> My bad. Too easy. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, everybody knew him so well, and they said, okay, if he returns, he will be great. If he doesn't return, okay, he will still have his horses. It's, it's not a big of a deal. <laughs> what a life! It's it's completely cool. It's completely cool. And and luckily he returns. So yeah, wait, what? Was, uh, like, how old was he when when this happened? I have to double check that because uh, Nikola said that in one of his interviews in Serbian, but he didn't. He wasn't uh, very specific about it. This is why I need to go back mm. to Sombor soon to check some of those data as well. Yeah. Huh. All right. Interesting. Do we have any more? Are we out of photos now? Those are all those, are, those are all the photos. So. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I want to give you some some uh, some more details. What what Please. I spoke to, yeah, give us the to, dirt, to sure. Sergeant, Sergeant about. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, one thing he said to me is that Nikola had a really good appetite when growing up. Yeah, we. He was <laughs> really really good. Yeah. So he was like <laughs> like ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would he would travel with with the other boys to to another city for a for a game. And his mother would pack him like four sandwiches to have for the whole day because, you know, it's the full day. They started morning and come back in the evening and he would eat all of them in 40 minutes. You know, oh, There's never been there. a more relatable Just like us, one of us. It's, well, it's also this is like the ultimate hiking thing, right? If you go on a big hike and it's like an eight hour hike and you're like one hour into it, and you're like, well, trail mix. I do feel hungry enough to eat everything I have, <laughs> but then I'll be seven more hours on this hike. Yeah. But you know what? F it. Let's do it. I will say I'm also going to eat four sandwiches today. So <laughs> feeling pretty confident. I'm also not going to play basketball for six months. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right. What else? Yeah. What else, Miroslav? One, one big thing I want to tell you is uh, this is the story about his last year in at SO Kosh in Sombor. He was 15 back then, and their uh, senior team had a problem. They, they didn't have any centers on their roster. So they registered Nikola at the age of 15 to play senior basketball, so to play against guys that are 25, 30, 35 years oh, old wow. guys at the age of 15. I mean, Adam, you've been a basketball player. You, you can imagine how that looks like. It's crazy because, you know, at the age of 15, you don't have the body weight. You don't have anything at that point, no strength. And he was the MVP of that of that of that league at the age of 15. Wow. Now this is not the top level in Serbia. That's like fourth level of professional basketball. But still, he was 15. Nobody's talking about that season. That's that's really crazy because 
that kind of uh, situation is, is one, in a, one in a lifetime because next season he came to Novi Sad at the age of 16 and he dominated against guys that were only two, two years older than him, although on the top level in Serbia or the 18 years old. But everybody knew, knew about him. So that could have been a real like breakthrough moment. What's, I wonder. Do you do you have any like? Was his game always like it is now? Or like what did he? Was he? Yeah. Well, yeah what's he doing at 15 years old? Yeah, like he, 25 year olds. Is that's he working. shooting? Is he passing? What's he doing? Do you, yeah, that's, he, that, that's an excellent question. His averages you. Uh, back then at the age of 15 was 20, 10, and seven. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know what's funny? It's actually his NBA averages. Yeah, so so exactly at 15 years old, he was putting now. up his NBA average. Just. Full yeah. court passes. Yeah. Yeah. Grown yeah. men like what? He, he just said literally. This is enough for me. I don't want to go up uh, upwards for that. That's that's cool for me for the rest of my life. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so before that uh, uh, age fifteen season, before that when he was playing still with his uh, his age uh, uh, boys, uh, he was playing all five positions really. So it's not like he was a playmaker or he was a center. He was just playing anything. Coach wanted from him God, because you know, so he was much. so crazy talented. He he could do whatever he wants, mm -hmm. and this is actually the reason why Sergeant Stoikov thinks that uh, Nikola could really thrive in the NBA next to another five Ooh. in the starting lineup. Like a Mason but that five type. would need to be a really specific kind of five. We can talk about it. That's that would be a good. Uh, 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 yeah, we got to stretch out our say. content. We got a whole off season. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can't go into everything right now. Yeah. So what he said, this guy just need to be really smart on both offense and defense. This is what I, all that he he told me. He didn't say anything more specific than that. Just be smart on both ends. You know. You know. Just don't have a, a, a game two situation Oof. in the last possession. Mm. next to him just just do everything right and it will be okay that's well, the, the, the thing i think about as you're telling me these stories miroslav is just you know the i feel like in in the u.s people have gotten a lot better at just finding the diamonds in the rough but Jokic is 15 years old going up against 25 year olds and it was still like a complete sh sh shock right yeah. when uh, misco discovered him and i'm just thinking uh, this misco discovered him uh Full year after that. A full year after that. So you got this guy who's at 15, the MVP, even if it's a lower level league, you just think that that kind of buzz would get outside of this little tiny Sambor area that it'd be like, hey, man, there's this 15 year old and but, grown, grown ass well, men can't but, but handle like, him. Imagine if uh, a kid was dominating high school at a 2A level. They like, still find, but in today's, in today's like culture, they find them. sometimes is like struggling to get a scholarship to see you. That's Some, the thing. Sometimes. Not too often, though. There's also this level of like, what do you have to do over there for the hype to translate? That's true. Like yeah, Doncic yeah, yeah. did something that maybe five people who right. have ever lived could have done totally. at his age. And they were and, like, I don't know. Three, two yeah. teams were like, yeah, but he's from Europe. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't true. know. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. He's not the, he's not yeah, the let's see. But is he as good as he'll ever be? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's see if he can do it. Um, for the rest of his career yeah. when he gets older and better and stronger. <laughs> if he was, if it was a 15-year-old dominating grown men, that would be like a kid from a 2A school dominating like college. Or, or kind like, of, yeah. I mean, it's know. just the size alone yeah. is kind of amazing. That should have opened some. What else do you have for us here on your trip here, Miroslav? What, what other things stick out to you? Well, I already said that, uh, that Coach Stoikov is a good friend of Nikola's brothers. 
one thing I didn't know really that both of them played on top level in Serbia professionally. And uh, Strahinja was a bruising center. He's a six nine bruising center. I but believe it. Yeah. He's a bruising. <laughs> he's a bru- he's that. a bruising human being. I mean, he's just a massive man. I went to. Uh, I was. I shared a bathroom with him once. It was just like urinal. It was the most emasculating. I bet you got stay at stage fright. I was just like, how could I be the same species as this human being? It's massive. <laughs> that serves you up for sharing a urinal with a guy. <laughs> well, yeah, you said shared a <laughs> yeah, urinal. Was... Yeah. I just trust the audience to to fill in the gaps. Yeah, and Nemanja was. Uh, he still is six 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 seven guy, and he actually played a, a, at point guard. So Nikola is not the only point oh, guard in wow. that family. Interesting. That's really interesting. I didn't know that. It's, that's really interesting for me. He, yeah, another huge point guard. So, uh, yeah, I, I think the, the basketball brains really runs in that family. It's, it's, it's no, con- no accident for that to happen, you know. Yeah. And also, also he told me that his brothers were really, really good for him uh, uh, throughout his uh, uh, staying in in USA. I almost said he's visiting to USA because it oh still feels to me like he visits USA for six months he's every ours. year. And yeah. He's just, ours. Just you might be right. We're not allowing him to come. He's, we're taking him. He's going to be a guest in Serbia. <laughs> he's ours. We've claimed Def- him. <laughs> definitely don't feel that's true. Well, this is great. Is there any other more details or anecdotes you feel we need to share, Miroslav? Well, that, that's that's about it. And I just wanted to say that, uh, that, that these guys were really good for him. Uh, to, uh, to help him concentrate only on basketball, so can he can he can concentrate actually on basketball in League, League of Legends as well. Uh, of <laughs> yeah, last time Miroslav, you came on, you had us with that uh, fish stew bomb that Nikoli yeah. was making fish stew. You don't have any uh, fish stew level uh, bombs this time. Not yet. <laughs> Keep your ear to the ground. <laughs> Keep your ear to the ground. Miroslav, thank you so much, guys. He's doing now the uh, Colorado Europe Serbia Europe. You wait. Colorado Serbia podcast now. I, I have this up, Miroslav. <laughs> yeah, just do it for us, Miroslav. Do it for us. Nuggets Europe Serbia. Nuggets Europe Serbia. There you go. That's, a- in a row. That's it. Unbelievable. I watch it even though I don't know what they're saying. Yeah. That's no, how good it is. Show. That's Check how great it, it is. Sure. <laughs> uh, Miroslav, thanks so much, buddy. I love the this homie, was great. Man. The homie. The homie. All right, well, all right, let's take a break, everybody. When we come back. We do have some other topics to just kind of get to. You can hang up on it. There you go. I'm going to uh, go share urinal. So let's yeah. go share urinal. Uh, we're going to talk about the Nuggets title odds. They came out. Vegas has next year's futures out. Where are the Nuggets slotted? We're going to talk about the executive of the year. And why We're going to complain like Lakers fans about why our guy wasn't number one. Uh, and, and then a little bit later on, is this the year of what? Of blank. This 2020 season was the year of blank. We're going to get all, all of that. But first, Harrison, take us to a break. It's time to talk about this beer that we are drinking, that we are holding, the oh. Broncos Country Hoppy Pale Ale. This is a classic IPA. I know you, you're not a listen, huge IPA you, guy, I, listen, I just, except for this beer. I don't know if you noticed, I just slammed half yeah. of it during the... Uh, I know, I've been drinking. These are They're heavy, man. They're... Uh, I'm drinking two now. It feels like I'm drinking six. Yeah, I don't know if anybody was paying attention. Adam reached over and grabbed mine as this one started. Can we start the the sad music for Eric? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Oh my gosh. If you want a behind-the-scene view during the show, this is what it's like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, make sure to check out this beer from Breck Brew. It's got that uh, Broncos logo on it. Can't miss it. Also, check out the Palisade Peach uh, from Breck Brew. My personal favorite from uh, Breck Brewing. Um, also, guys, time for the DraftKings pick of the week. Every week I make a pick, sponsored by DraftKings. Uh, this week, my pick of the week, I'm taking the Lakers tonight. Oh, oh, get out. 
in game Yo, five. I out. think this series is over. I'm taking the Lakers tonight. And I'm taking the over 216.5. So I'm taking the Lakers. And I'm taking the over for my DraftKings pick of the week. And check out all the other stuff on DraftKings. They have tons of player props, of course. NFL, NBA, whatever you want to bet on. You might be able to bet on that league that Jokic was playing in when he was 15 <laughs> years old. Playing against 25 to 30 year olds. Those might be on DraftKings, uh, so make sure to check those out as well. Yeah, I think there's actually something beautiful and poetic about profiting off of the Lakers. I like that. Like, if these, if they're gonna go through the league, yeah, I, listen. Yeah. Like, if they're gonna go through and they're gonna ruin the league, like, let's at least make a little cheddar off. Well, I mean, no one saw this run coming. I'll save it. <laughs> <laughs> save it. Save it. Uh, all right, is that? Are we good? Yeah, Anson? we're good for now. All right, we're good. Um, so there has been some news that has come out here, Kellen. You can cue this up here on the old Google Doc, but. Vegas is odds for the upcoming season. They've uh, they've 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 released the odds for the next and season. This is the year the Nuggets get the respect. This is they I'm sure they went. They did so yeah. well. Why else would we bring it up on the show? If it Why else would we bring it up? Respect. Because they did so well, guys, that we need to bring it up. And here are the title. Wait a second. The Lakers, okay, that makes sense. Sure, the Clippers, sure. is the, wait, is the, are the Clippers, is that the team that Nuggets beat? It is, <laughs> in the yeah. That is them, right? Oh, yeah. makes sense. Are the Clip, wait, Clippers the team that doesn't have a head coach? They right don't now? have a head coach. That's a good point. Are they the <laughs> team that clearly hates each other and neither of nobody on that team? Right. Like, and last I checked, still has Paul George. It still has Paul George. All right, well, they're Pretty number two. For that squad the, you're Bucks. the Bucks, all right. You know what? I mean, they've, they've always good in the regular season. Maybe next year's the year that, that matters. Uh, the Warriors, hmm, okay. The uh, worst team in the league this the year? The worst team in the league, but they did get Andrew Wiggins. You have to factor that in. And then you've got the Celtics, all right. The Nets, wow. well, we haven't seen them. The Heat, okay. The pride the and final. tradition of the Boston the Celtics. The Raptors, what are we doing? Well, uh, I mean, they, the Raptors and the Nuggets have the same odds. Okay. The, the Raptors is one, though, where it's like, Okay, that's the Eastern. The that's the Eastern Conference thing, right? <laughs> like maybe a team advantage. Yeah. But the, Ro the Rockets actually straight up offends me. Like the, Rockets, the Raptors straight up offends me. The but Raptors because half their roster is free agents. It's, just that's like a good point. it's, it's actually true. Like the the disrespect here is real. Like Harrison pointed out. Like that's Nuggets, Rockets, Raptors, all the exact same odds. Not in alphabetical order, but right. Nuggets yeah. and, and not tied for R ten. R not tied for eight. Yeah, tied eight for ten. Nine, just ten. Because the Nuggets <laughs> made it further than those two. Wait, hang on. Uh, so all we right, made it, boys. No small market I, energy. All right, controversial <laughs> opinion here. Controversial oh, opinion. Boy. Oh boy, I like it. Love it. You do. I'm serious. Like, I just don't – I really do think that this year was the, the last innocent year, meaning, like, it, we feel like we were very happy with where the Nuggets went. They didn't get that close to beating the Lakers. I mean, I think we all thought those games were close, but it was still 4-1. If that happens again next year, I think we're all going to be a little disappointed. There's going to be this or that. So, for me, I kind of like it. I don't care if anybody on earth – believes in the Denver Nuggets. Hey, well, should, except for us. Except we for us we don't luck. want anybody else to believe <laughs> in the right. Denver Nuggets. There are literally two teams without coaches. <laughs> yeah. on this That's true. Yeah. But, I mean, in, in this new NBA, this is a collaborative approach. We can all the Rockets. But, Brendan but, could be a coach. I could be a coach. But, uh, <laughs> but do we know, could Malone outcoach those two coachless teams? <laughs> <laughs> do we, know, we don't know that for sure at this moment. Yeah. No, as I was saying, look, 
we don't want anybody to be onto the Denver Nuggets. I we do. don't want anybody to give the Nuggets respect. At least I don't. I'm over outside it. of Denver. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm tired of this. Like, uh, I'm ready for my respect. I want to show up. This is I'll... our thing, though. You're not, yeah, get, you're not getting it, thing. Eric. Yeah, I want my respect. You sound like Fredo <laughs> Corleone. Could have won the title this year, and they would have <laughs> still had the seventh or eighth best odds to win a championship next year. Maybe not that bad, but third or fourth. I don't really want to share this. If it happens, I don't really want to share. I want it to be like an in the club. Thing. Like we do oh, it is a club. club. It's an exclusive club. This is for the yes. club. Ramona Shelburne's gonna be knocking on the doors. Get out of here, We're Ramona. Get out of here. <laughs> You're not allowed Ramona in the club. Ramona is permanently out the club. Just FYI. <laughs> um, so anyway, I don't. I look. This year, I think more than any year proves. This is a preview, by the way. This is a preview, guys. That that graphic of things to come. Because I promise you, Jamal Murray is gonna be ranked like 48th. <laughs> All-time players. This could be a good offseason. That would be surprise show. me. Oh, it's going to be so <laughs> good for the DMBA show. So good for like, oh, really? Are we going to so many no coast well, bias shirts? Heard, yeah, yeah. No coast bias shirts. Are in I heard my first like, look, Murray was incredible during this playoff run, but but I want to see him do it during the regular season, which is like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're like, isn't the whole NBA predicated wanna, on the idea that LeBron? And then, no, and then, then he's Devin Booker's level in the regular. And then he's season. gonna do it during the regular season, and it's gonna be. Wait, can Jamal Murray do it in the playoffs <laughs> outside of a bubble? <laughs> outside of a bubble, for sure. There's just never gonna be any uh, any. I know, race, I, so. but, but we know for sure that the theoretical Nets can do it both. <laughs> and in the bubble, we don't know about this Nuggets squad. Dude, this being is able why you. This again. is why you leave because Kevin Durant was on these great teams, you know. And for sure, were they flawed? Sure, but they never got over the hump. In fact, they collapsed down three one. The exact way it would be like if Kawhi Leonard's collapse and Paul yeah. George's and then Paul George left to go to the Lakers, and then right. one everyone's like, you know who's clutch? Paul George. I've always said. <laughs> I've always said best it. player right. in the league. And, and then like you just automatically get ranked high. This is what happened with Kevin Durant. I think he's a great player. I think there's a great chance that you know had he not gone to the Warriors but to another good team, I just they would have won titles. But it's just weird to me that you leave after your biggest failure ever. You go to a team that can't lose, and then you go to a new team now, and everyone's like, you know what's going to work? Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant can't well, miss. There's something where you just put on a new, a new uniform, you go to a new city, and like what you did in the past just doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> that doesn't matter. There's yeah. like an art of that in the NBA. Uh, oh, there's a huge no art. No wonder to it. these guys. Why do we like this? That's why they leave because everybody is in like, is Anthony Davis better than Tim Duncan? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's a lot of evidence that says yes. Uh, whenever we get into these theoretical discussions about the NBA, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? What is this? <laughs> And then I watch one minute of NBA basketball, and You're I know, like, oh, it's over. Awesome, I talked, yeah. I talked. Well, you know what we should really take from that graphic is that we're going to make a, an S-load of money. Oh, hell yeah, we are. we got a bet, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so here we go. I like it. Next one, is Wes Unseld going to be back? So this is a big question. Big question. A big question going out. Wes Unseld, coveted coach. First off, Michael Malone in his exit interview talked about Wes Unseld and said, Basically, almost pushing him out the door, and I don't think because he doesn't want him. Yeah. I think it's a feather in your cap if you're an NBA head coach and you have a coaching tree. If you don't have totally, a coaching man. tree, if it's just this narrow little stick or stump, I think you feel like you failed. And I think Malone knows that. And Wes Unseld, to me, is the guy he's pushing. Now, that being said, my first question: How big? We don't really know the answer to this, but would it? How big of a loss if the Nuggets do end up losing Wes Unseld here, Harrison? Well. I think it's a loss from the standpoint of continuity, right? Like, this team is all about continuity. They've had some continuity on their coaching staff. An underrated part about Wes Unseld is how 
he's kind of been a guy that's fostered the defensive improvement of Jamal Murray, of Nikola Jokic. That's something nobody talks about with Wes Unseld. Like, we talk about him as the defensive coordinator, but not how that might apply to specific guys on this roster and how they've improved defensively. Um, so I think it's going to be a loss for sure. Um, but you're exactly right. Coaches want to have coaching trees. Yeah. It's Front offices want to have front office trees. You know, it <laughs> doesn't have quite the same <laughs> ring to it, but it's true. But the, the Nuggets pushed Arturis Karnasovas for years to get a GM job because he deserved it. But it also looks good on Tim Connolly if Karnasovas goes out in Chicago and builds a great team and, you know, he came from Denver. So it's the same thing with coaches. And, and I also think beyond the sort of, of course, obvious dynamic of what this does does for him. Malone is a lifetime coach who took the grind route, right? Yeah. Like his dad was in the NBA, but Malone went through all the steps. And so if you're on 100%. a staff, you're busting your ass, you're going through the steps. He wants to see you rewarded as a peer, as a friend. Yeah. And I think it was another example of Malone's like goodness as a dude shining through. People also don't realize like the role of assistant coaches, I don't think. Like if the Nuggets sit down to game plan for a game against the Rockets, it's Unseld who's going through right. like Houston strategy yep. and their plays and saying, okay, this is how we're going to defend this. This is how we're going to defend that. Like, assistant coaches are so integral to just the scout aspect of just like the day-to-day -day regular season and playoffs. Like they are so valuable. We, we don't, we won't really ever know. I think the, the full impact of a lead assistant, which is what West Unseld is. I think it's hard for us to know because we're not in those meetings. We don't really see the fingerprints. I do wonder, you talked about Malone being a grinder, and I think that working for Malone is probably really tough. In fact, I've heard that from different people, that like he's incredibly... That's not surprising. You know, one of the things... Demanding. We, one of the things that I've heard, there's a couple of things I guess I could probably share. One of them is that, you know, everybody's waiting to find out if there's going to be practice the following day. Player, you know, players, coaches, whatever. And I've heard that Malone will text at like 2, 3 in the morning and be like, no practice. Or practice at 10 or something like that. And it's just like you can tell that he's up working. It's 2, 3 in the morning, and he's there in the middle of film. And then it's like, nope, saw something. We got to get in here and right. do this. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, God. The other thing about the Nuggets just in general is that we shed assistant coaches every single year. Every single year there's we like some Fle Fleming, Finch. Who other? What other? We, well, we all, I, all I know is that every time I watch. We haven't for the last oh, no, couple not, of years. Not Jordy. Nori. Nori, Mike and Yeah, every time that I watch uh, us play Can against one other NBA teams, like I'm like, oh yeah, there's a former assistant coach of ours. There's oh, a former yeah, assistant yeah, yeah. coach happens, of ours. Like that happens a lot, and it doesn't get as much coverage. Like if you're not dialed in, you might not notice. But assistants yeah. are swinging around. You think so? I, I mean, it seems to me like it's it's more prevalent here in the well, Ohio I mean. City. Yeah, I mean, Denver is also maybe historically if, well, not always given raises. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think that. you might have cracked the code yeah, on this yeah, If Wes yeah. Unsold leaves to become a head coach, I'm like, that's great. Like, if somebody leaves for a lateral move, I'm like, that sucks. Oh, yeah. man, losing oh, yeah. Chris Finch to New Orleans was yeah. like, uh, like yeah. hold on, wait, New Orleans that's is doing this saying. one here? Yeah, that's Something, what I'm saying. Something's yeah. up. What, what, uh, what job do you think suits Wes Unsold best? Because talking to people, it's pretty unanimous. He seems best suited for, like, a Oklahoma City in Indiana. A um, team that's already there. Well, no, a team that's not like contending, yeah. not a Clippers, not a Rockets. Can oh, fly so under the radar. People as seem to think he's going to be best suited for like a Oklahoma City. I would put him out of the Northwest Division if that's okay. Like, can we get him to like the Eastern Conference? Is that all right? Like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I think one thing I'll say about him, I think players would really like him. I mean, I, I really love Wes Unseld. I've only t been able to talk to him, you know, maybe five or six times, but every time has been like. 
I know these are small things. He sometimes goes out of the way to like sit and chat with you, and like he's just very open. And, and whenever I see that, I always think about, oh, this guy is personable. Not everybody is, and he's like a personable guy that I think connects with everybody. Everybody raves about him, you know, in terms of the players. So I don't one, know. One of the nicer good. guys that like I've talked to in basketball. Yeah. Good dude. So nice. Um, executive stuff. executive of the year. So we have oh, some God. other news here. The executive of the year. I, Brendan, you had the only good tweet about Thank this you. in oh. the history of tweets, but yet it's still a segment on our show. Cause, Let's do it, yeah. Because why not? Why Let's not? Do it. What um, was your tweet? I don't the, even the know tweet, what it was. It was something like, there's just, I tried. I said, uh, I'm not going to lie, I don't have a ton of thoughts on executive of the year. Probably going to skip this one today. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I tried to get worked up over this. Now, here's the thing, guys. This award is handed out at the end of the regular season. The guys vote on this. It's it's kind of a pointless award. Here's another reason it's a pointless award. If you were to say, like, why were the Nuggets good this year? It's because of the work Tim Conley did in 2014, right. 2015, 2016. What he did in 2020, okay, you got Jeremy Grant. That was, I think everybody agrees now is an underrated signing. That was a great job. But these were seeds that have, like, grown into oak yeah. trees. <laughs> Whereas a Lawrence Frank made one, had one good day on the job. The executive Which the, of the that? year award just <laughs> symbolizes how broken the NBA is right now, where yeah. you just remake your team every summer. But wait, which was his good day on the job? The one where he gave away five first-round picks and gutted his team for the near future? Is that, was the that only the good thing day? I would say is if you're the Los Angeles Clippers and someone approaches you at the start of the summer and says, hey, you can have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Of right. course. You would say, where's the press whatever you need button? Yeah, yeah but you why know? is that, that any human being could press that I, button? It's really? a, this is a great point. Not, not wrong. Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're right that he had a job that was just basically things Yo, being show, forced onto his up. desk, and he is just like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, he, they, like people showed up. Like a, He just showed up, a cake arrived, and then he won Baker of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Sam Sam Presley should absolutely have won. Should have won GM of the year. He absolutely dis decimated the LA Clippers. Doc Presty. Rivers, Presty or Pat Riley, man. This time last year, people were talking about how uh, the Miami Heat were going to be mired in mediocrity for the next mediocrity, 10 years. and they have like this they're in the finals team. with a with, like with a, a twenty year old, yeah, starting. with a nice core. Yeah, it's true. But to your point, the Presty he. He fleeced the Clippers, fleeces the Rockets, almost knocks the Rockets out of the playoffs. I'm saying, and the yeah, the the all the <laughs> they would have gotten the Rockets. He would have. He should have. All the while, all the while, the, the Thunder were good. Bad. Like this, they were supposed to be absolutely cratered and tanking and just like collecting assets. They, they were just both. a boneyard, and they were actually good. A boneyard, unbelievable. Well, it's I mean, true. like it was going to be like you're this stuck with it's Danilo a, Gallinari. A good, uh, you're stuck metaphor. with like all of these things. Like, I guess we'll just take oh, Chris all Paul's of your... contract. That's yeah. what. And now we're trying to like trade for Chris Paul. <laughs> now, we're, like, oh. now we're like, can we give right. five yeah. first round picks <laughs> to get Chris Paul? <laughs> <laughs> you're right, man. It's definitely bring up the list again because I want to. I want to complain about Plus, every. Aspect I got to make it. the case for our, my guy Rob Polinka. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, this is so. What's funny is Polinka has really he got one first place vote, three seconds. I didn't know got Is that because he's an agent? And LeBron James picked Los Angeles because he wants about, to film it, Super Jam 2. Dude, you're not appreciating how good the pieces fit around two of the three best players in the NBA. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, especially when one of them is the second greatest player of dude, all time. Tim Conley um, got seven points. 
makes me sick. You know the other thing about Palenka is like three months ago they were saying that there was a big three in LA and and, and the third was Kyle Kuzma who turned out to be like this is why when I people thought you were gonna say the third was Palenka. <laughs> Dude, Palenka honestly, Palenka has is the guy that just like showed up. He's the face, right? Oh he hasn't actually God. done anything. He's standing there. He's got the slick back hair and everyone's like, oh man, he's got a Pat Riley energy. He's to him. very like, LA. A Pat very Riley LA. haircut to I him is all that he has. I tweeted yeah. that he should literally just be a cardboard cutout and then like. <laughs> And then LeBron James can just like cut but a hole you know, out. People, remember how excited people were when they were like, they didn't even have to include Kuzma in the trade. And it's like, guys, wow. there's a great chance David Griffin did not want Kuzma. Yeah, like, yeah. like, this is a headache. We can't even get anything <laughs> for it. Like, he actually sucks. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's it's the Lawrence Frank thing all over. Yeah. It's like, hey, LeBron James yeah. is going to sign he here. He chose you. And he would like you to then trade for Anthony Davis. Are you going to do it? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, Casey, oh, yeah. Wow. and they're well, like, look a, at the pieces you put around. Well, KCP was a clutch guy, and they overpaid him. Like, I mean, <laughs> Everything that happened. All right, bring it up again. I want to look. Up, I want to look more of the names here because part. I want. We're going to make a case for our guy Tim Conley here, uh, our guy uh, John Horst, Milwaukee. I mean, they were good. This really. This is just like a who was. What, good. Did, they, what did they do? They lost. Wait, they uh, lost Brogdon. They lost Actually, Brogdon, which hurt what them. What did John Horst do? He did let Brogdon they, walk. They, let Brogdon walk. Um, brought in the other Lopez, I guess. Like, you know, they, they got. got they got. Yeah, oh, uh, he probably watched um, with. Great glee, all of those fake uh, wrestling warm ups. Oh, they yeah. Did, like the rest you of know us. what he did? He probably went to lunch with a bunch of other executives. Oh, but yeah, well, nice here's the thing about Horst. Well, Ujiri. He was buying all the drinks it's, in the bubble. 100%. Yeah, that was it. Also, was Tim it. Conley, like all these guys, like it wasn't what they did this year. It's just what have I they know. done to build this? Because Masai, I think, is the exact same way. He clearly had built a team that was so good that when Kawhi left, they almost won it anyway. Um, so you got that. And then, you know, Memphis. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like they did a good job of flipping Igwood. No, they didn't. Well, hold on. Um, Don Don Nelson in, in Dallas. Like, okay, I don't know. He popularized. If, uh, here's Don here's the case. Good, okay. And Tim Conley, like, look again. I don't think he cares. I don't think we care. I he care. got two third place votes. He got one first place vote. The this Nuggets were one of four teams that were left standing at the end of this. They have taken the Lakers. Uh, assuming the Lakers win tonight, they were the most competitive team facing the Lakers in this entire playoffs. And guess what? Their entire team is a second-round draft picks. Yeah, and uh, and he built their entire team. Most he, of these GMs, built them all. dude. Most of these guys have been on the job for like three years, four yeah, years. Let, yeah, let, yeah. let me read uh, the resume of one Palenka, Tim Conley this Lawrence last Frank. year. He uh, made the perfect offseason move, getting Jeremy Grant, the one player that dude, we needed. Dude, it was so like when at the end of the year last year when everybody did the like offseason grades. Denver was like they had the fifteenth best off season. Turns out no, they actually got a well, guy. Because no, Jeremy, Jeremy Grant, Grant, he's a good player, but is he the type that vaults you into the Western Conference? Dude, oh, oh no, the funny. The, no, the, the one thing so we can funny. be sure. I know. So uh, the, the other I, thing I was, was like, to he's run not back a splash. Jeremy Grant uh, oh my god, right now. there were there was takes that were like, uh, you know, it's not a splashy move like landing Paul George. Uh. <laughs> it's like hilarious that. The other thing Jim Conley did is that he entered into the draft with zero draft picks and came out with Bull Bull. Oh, yes. my God. You're right. Another thing Tim Conley did, he signed Jamal Murray to a max deal. Oh, my That's God. That's a five-year deal. So here's this is the thing people nobody talks about. He signed Jokic and Jamal Murray to five-year deals. Giannis only signed a four-year deal. Mm. What's so up, John? This is delaying John the inevitable free agency, even though I'm not worried about those guys leaving Denver. But... Getting those really? guys on five-year well, deals five compared years. to four-year deals is big. That's yeah. big. I mean, it's look, but also a lot of this work was done in years past, which goes back to your original point. What is this award? <laughs> yeah, what is like, this what award? What are we awarding? Yeah. I, we're just mad. We're just mad <laughs> online right now. We're mad online. <laughs> I'm so mad. Um, I do I, – I, there's a couple other quick little hitters here. This year, 
Actually, we can finish with the year of. Should we finish with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's take another. Let's take our last break. We come back. We're going to talk about was this the year of Jamal Murray? Was it the year of something else? Was it the year of the Western Conference Finals? We're, I think we're it may have been the year of uh, COVID. Corona. It was definitely <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> Stands out. Well, <laughs> I guess, actually, just tune out after this because it's not <laughs> worth uh, coming back. Uh, yeah, week four of football is in the books. Now time to review the tape and get ready for week five. There's no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And guys, to add to the excitement of week five, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to their app store now because you don't want to miss this. They are giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of that, great sign-up offer. DraftKings offers great odds boost every Sunday. Also, in other sports as well, not just NFL. Uh, college football, baseball, NBA, you can bet on whatever you want with DraftKings. Um, DraftKings is giving all you basketball fans a 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up as well. Uh, so make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up to get the $1,000 offer. That's code DNVR to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25X playthrough restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And you, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Um, also, guys, Chevalier, Chevalier, uh, Chevalier uh, Mortgage. Call Virginia directly, 303-257-6578, or visit www.dnvrmortgage.com. That's cool. We have an official uh, mortgage company of DNVR. Let's go. Uh, Mike and Virginia Chevalier are not only diehard Broncos fans and proud CSU alums, oh. but they have supported DNVR for a long time as DNVR members. They are a husband and wife team with over 15 years of financial services experience. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Since your home is likely to be one of your largest assets and your mortgage your largest debt, they believe it is vital to consider your full financial picture when purchasing a home. This includes considering your short-term and long-term planning goals, your investments, and your tax situation. Mike and Virginia will work tirelessly to find the best loan for your situation. Again, visit them, dnvrmortgage.com, and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat when you do, and get it set up for a free consultation. Nice. All righty, nice. Um, final segment here on the DNBA show. First one of the offseason. Feels good. Still feel it does good. feel good. I don't want to. I don't want to feel the end. Could be the beer. It's like a. Oh, I. I do because I have a tea time coming up. But that's why I'm wearing <laughs> on it. WGT that's why I'm wearing or a college shirt. Time. It's just You're gonna wear jeans to the. Well, no, I'm gonna wear switching the shorts. I'm, I don't. I want shorts to film the DNBA show. I'm oh. a goddamn professional. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I want to talk about. We can kind of go through, and maybe the best way to do this is to kind of go year by year and talk about the Denver Nuggets because they're on this journey. They don't skip steps. Every step has sort of a uh, a name to it. And I wonder what the this year, the year of 2020, what it is. You guys joked it was year of COVID, and I think that's actually correct. That's the answer. <laughs> but let's not make it that one because that's too depressing. Yeah, good call. Yep. And let's kind of do all of the Nikola Jokic slash Michael Malone era. Mm. And I want to go all the way back now to the 2015-16 season. Mm. What was that the year of? If you could think back that far. Probably the year of Emmanuel Moutier. 
I kind of think you're right. It about was a that. new day. Oh, I think that was the year of the new day. Yeah, I think that's probably right. What a dark new day. Yeah, yeah. there were yeah. some bright moments. I will say. Well, I was even if we had to like Moody squint Day. to see them. <laughs> I was super hyped on Moody. No, I mean it really did feel like uh, that was um, the dawn of something new. I mean it did. I mean we were exiting the the darkest of timelines with the Brian Shaw era, uh, yeah. where we had three two one Cancun, mm-hmm. <laughs> which you've uh, <laughs> you've reminded us all about today. Um, it really felt, that was right before. <laughs> yeah, um, and it just although to be if I'm being honest like. You know, like we had just gotten a GM from uh, Washington and I was like, cool, we get the pedigree of the Wizards. And then then we got a coach from the Kings. I was like, wow, we're really setting ourselves up for success here with uh, Uh, a lot of track, a lot of of, uh, positive track record. Yeah, it's funny to look back on. It is really funny. Um, But, you know, like it was still just sort of felt like Moutier, we got a high draft pick. He he actually slipped. Um, We thought, and all the mocks I was looking at going out, I mean, he slipped, whatever, but... um, People were on. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't anticipate guy, him being right? there for yeah. us yeah. when when he it was when, on the table. So it felt like really like oh man, we got something sweet, something special. So the year of uh, of lies is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> the year of lies. I don't know. I would call it like the the first year. I mean, yeah, it really was, was like there was 2013, 14, and 14, 15, which were just like the lost years. Yeah. Those years don't count. They nope. weren't building towards anything. Nothing of substance really the happened. Lost years. I like that. Um. The, the this was the first year. Was and there like a like a brightest takeaway like what links it to to this as opposed well, to well once like, Nurkic comes back him and Moody together um mm. I mean that was really it and then it was like and then Jokic can be something too. I think Jokic at the Jokic end of the had year, some moments yeah he had some moments year, that Spurs game oh trust me we were I was on board with Moody uh, with Jokic yeah, that year but it was more like you like how I'm on board with Bull Bull where like I, I, I'd yeah, say sure. that and people were kind of like all right totally. bro like whatever you know yeah yeah my like I sat with a guy in the cubicle across from me and the middle part was removed. So we were just talking about basketball all goddamn day. And he's the guy. That must have been awkward. You're just staring yeah, at each it other. Yeah, it was all terrible. Day. And it was me. So think about that. Yeah, um, <laughs> tough one. But we talked about all of these aspects. Like he uh, grew up in Greece. And so he had like all of the intel on, on the Euro players. And so he was telling me all about Jokic. Mm. Like this is a guy to pay attention to. He was the MVP of the Adriatic League. And um, so it was like, okay, all right. I'm a little interested. I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah. We'll See. Yeah. So, all right. So, 2015, the first year, the first step, or we can call it the new day. I would call it the year of the new day. Okay. Um, which is both a <laughs> reference to Moutier and also what actually happened. The following year, to me, no questions asked. It was the year of Jokic. Yeah, I mean, December 15th happened, Jokic's sophomore season. By December 15th, literally by that day, you kind of knew, like, all right, that's our, the, the first piece of the new direction. Yep. Jamal Murray did arrive that year, but he, I he mean, was coming off the bench. Coming off the bench. At the two. Playing. Yeah. He was like playing mostly shooting guard. For me, this was the year of, uh, oh, I wonder what's going on there in Denver. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> my <laughs> new league. That's my like, new I wonder what's going team. on online these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seriously, yeah. though, it was like, all right, I heard some things on the internet about some of these guys and watched a few games and was intrigued. Yeah. You follow that up, you go into, is it 2016, 17? Well, 2017, 18. 2017, 18. Um, I don't know. What would you say, vote? That was the year they lost to the, that game, 82? the game eighty-two. Yeah, game eighty-two. That, I mean, is that, that is, is that, that it? Yeah, it is. is it the is it the year, the year of heartbreak? Yeah, year, I mean, it's the year of game, game eighty-two. 82. Absolutely. Yeah, twenty seventeen eighteen is like your freshman year of college when you think you might have things figured out, and then you just get there and you're like, shit, 
Yeah. I, I have no idea what I'm doing. There was yeah, also the, some Gary Hope and stuff oh, at this time, time too. Big and, time. You, know, you Nuggets, could actually argue it was the year of Gary yeah. Harris. Yeah. I mean, the, but, uh, yeah. the Nuggets, like, they kind of cratered going down the stretch, and then they picked it up, like, right as they needed to. They, like, had a really impressive stretch leading into that game 82 where yeah. their backs were absolutely against the wall which we've learned I'm curious is the what hallmark fans of think, by the way of what of what this year is because it was also the year of Millsap. Millsap arrived and mm -hmm. that was an important oh right thing. right right but i do think the year of game 82 is probably absolutely. the most accurate way to just sort of define it's the this. it's the just missed they were just on and, the and, on and you're right dude that it was on the tail end of a really great close to yes. the season that was the first time that i was watching this team and thinking like Oh, they really got something here. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm very curious to see how this game 82 goes. Mm -hmm. There was a real seed planted that year. Um, the next following year, which would have been last year, oh, last season, what was that the year of? <sighs> let's see. A tough one. Uh, let's see. Jamal did not fully arrive last he year. He did not. Uh, last year was. Yoke finished, well, I mean, Yoke third, finished in the playoffs. Third, third in MVP, MVP voting, voting, which is something we'll probably look like. That might. Be the highest he ever finishes. Like to be honest, I, I, I hope not, but it might be, which is crazy. It might have been the year of Jokic, man. I mean, uh, so they went from missing the playoffs to the two seed. Yeah, so that might have been the year of the leap. It yeah, might have been the year of the Jokic wide leap. leap. That was the leap. Last year was the leap. Last year was the leap year. Absolutely. Now it's like incremental progress, which is it's only incremental because we look at it linearly. But the same, like becoming from the fourth best team to the third best team is a huge leap. Yeah. Third to second is a huge leap, so it's not ninth to second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninth to second was a big leap, but every step above this now gets harder and harder. I think. Yeah, and so yeah, the year of the leap, I like it. The leap year, it was a leap year. <laughs> and this is their first second round appearance in ten years. A long time, time man. Yeah. yeah, fourteen playoff games. Um, twenty twenty though, and this is the big question. It's over now. We have perspective on it. Eric, I'll let you go first. Well, first one. off, it's not over. The season's over. This season for me, while this was the longest chronological season of my life and of anybody's life, <laughs> yeah, it's not this, life. This hopefully, season, hopefully next this season, season lasted a full calendar months. year. Uh, this was a season of the ascension of Jamal Murray. This was the season of uh, ideas becoming reality. This was like the season where the Nuggets became truly formidable and it wasn't just us pumping them up. They actually were returning the favor and doing things where the, better than we even told people that they could do. Um, it was like the season of validation. I yeah. Like that. <laughs> to me, it's the year of Murray. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. uh, all of that stuff oh, is, is accurate, but I think the reason was because... Well, I said the ascension of Murray. To me, if you whittled this season down to one thing, it would be I didn't think Jamal Murray could be that guy, yeah. and he turned. He proved the only reason I did at least just, one time. We'll see if he can. The do only it reason again. I did just didn't say it was Murray with a period is that he just didn't do that for most of the season. But it doesn't matter. No, I know you're right. You're right. But you know what? Like the bubble started, and we did a couple of episodes on. What do you guys think of Jamal? He seems yeah. dialed in. He played he like two seating games. Where right. Like, Damn. He looks twelve <laughs> pounds stronger. You know what I mean? Like oh, all yes. of it. And then he came out, and also like. We were like, oh, can Jamal be that guy? Well, what he was for that postseason was better than that guy. It was, yeah. can he make the leap to a second best guy? He made a leap to he was one of the eight best players in the world there for a moment. For a long, for a long stretch, and it wasn't just one or two games. I mean, he was that way. What did they play? Nineteen playoff games. I would say twelve of them were like, oh, yeah, this guy's an all star. Yeah, and maybe four or five of those were like, oh, this guy's a superstar. Right. Did you yeah. see that the the comment the the. The uh, topic on TV. Yeah, I say that one. Donovan Mitchell fighting uh, out he's over the game. It, it was it was also the, the year that <laughs> the Nuggets found their like grit and toughness. Hell yeah! Because you're never going to be able to question the core of this team's toughness again. 
I don't think at least. Well, you will. I mean, you have to prove it. You always have to do it over and over and no, over but again. You, you but can never, going, you can never say, oh, this yeah, team's soft. They're not soft. Yeah, they you can, can never say Jokic and you're Jamal Murray. Right, you're right that you can form. never say that the 2020 Nuggets are, but the 2021 Nuggets have to prove it again. The point is, you'll go into a series thinking, well, I know they're tough. Yeah, and if they but if they don't come up tough, then you'll say like, okay, well, that was something was different but about. Yeah, but I don't 20, think they're going to be soft in a series. Yeah, I, don't, like, I mean, look, the core of this team. Definitely and, and, and maybe to Wynn's point, soft. like the Kawhi Clippers, the Clippers soft. enter that series with no <laughs> respect for the Nuggets. Right, and I guarantee you, if they go, right. if they match up in the That's second round point. again next season. I don't think Denver's sneaking up. It, Murray had that thing this year. He's like, well, everybody's we're not sneaking up on anyone ever since coming. I feel like, yeah, you are. <laughs> People don't respect you the way you think. I do think I don't. Again, they're going to be tenth in the Vegas odds. They're going to be tenth on ESPN's power. All that stuff is still going to be true. So they're not going to get full respect. But I do think, to your point, the Lakers took them seriously going into the playoffs, or into their playoff series because of that. Because I think they're like, hey man. Two teams kind of let their foot off the gas, and it, it came back. They had, on them. The Lakers had the full scouting book written for the Clippers. Like they, they probably handed out like the fifteen-page scouting book on the Clippers to like all the Lakers yeah, players before on. they even beat the Rockets. But they're like, oh shit, we got a game plan for the Nuggets now. Maybe the most interesting question, though, guys, then we can end on this: What will twenty twenty one be the year of? Uh, I think it's got to be the year of Michael Porter Jr. And from there flows, you know, some of these other adjectives we've tried to ascribe to seasons, the year of the next leap, the year of the ring, possibly. Uh, But all of that would have to flow um, from this kid having another type of emergence along those same lines. Harrison? Yeah, it's the year of Michael Porter Jr. I also think it could be the year of just uh, the second young core, which I think would just be <laughs> the most incredible storyline. Do- Dozier, Bull, and uh, yeah. and and Dozier, Dozier, now, now Bull, and MPJ. Um, but yeah, I mean that is the second core. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be Monte Murray, Jokic is like the first core. You know, well, Gary and whoever they steal in this year's draft, that'll be the other part of the core. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> Whatever superstar has like yeah. gets red flagged and yeah, slips. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's see. This year is going to be next year. Yeah. Next year will be the the dynastical beginnings. <laughs> we're going. Eric just ratchets it up. To we're we're going. Ba- Listen, I. I mean, you think it's going to happen next year? I just think next year is going to be special. It's going to be the start of something. Like if we're extrapolating out what we've seen to what we can expect to see. Obviously, you can't do that in sports, but I'm doing it anyway. I don't give a good goddamn. It's nice. going to happen. Like we're going to go. We're just going to keep moving up. Like, we're going to go to the goddamn championship next year. Are we going to win it? Of course we are. So far, the Nuggets have, like, it is, you know, progression's not linear. But, like, thus far, it literally has. I know. Right? That we you keep know, saying that. Year, we the keep, Nuggets keep we coming keep back. We keep having to check ourselves go, with this team. But no, we're, we are we're like, well, except for this team where it's absolutely Oh, this last true. season was definitely the year of, like, we don't need to couch ourselves anymore because we're, you're so close to yeah. the goal line that you might as well just say, like, right. it's possible mm-hmm. they I punch just, it in. I want to, I, like, I want to become insufferable. I want to become a Lakers fan <laughs> online. I want to spout off things where – and people don't laugh because they think I'm joking. I want to I want right. to be like – yeah, Jokic uh, doesn't really deserve, to, or you guys don't really deserve to be on the court with Jokic. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and mean it. Like Anthony Davis had a good run, but his peak is nowhere near as high as yeah, prime Jokic. I want to next year. I shall become insufferable. That's what's going to happen. I I think next year's the year of Michael Porter Jr. For better or for worse, because if what we, the best, the brightest timeline with Michael Porter, then the things Eric is saying is probably true, because then you have a big three, a legitimate big three. If it's not true. And it, either it doesn't work from chemistry or off the court or whatever. What is this one? 
That's a good Eric impression right there. Uh, <laughs> um, but if it doesn't work out, it's also the year of MPJ because it's the storyline is, <laughs> well, this didn't work with this guy. And, right. and, and that becomes in, – in some ways we could have made like – one of those seasons, the year of Nurkic, right? Because it was like, okay, that yeah. didn't work. Your sure. two best assets yeah, have to part ways. Even. So it could be in a situation like that with MPJ. <laughs> I do think Denver set up their better position to maybe handle something like that. If it doesn't work out and you trade them, you probably get something of value back. But, um, you know, I'm counting on the Nuggets established Jokic yeah. early. They established Jamal Murray after that. You got to establish Michael Porter now. And if you can... Yeah. You have a legitimate big three, you and there's are, not a lot of big threes out there right now. Yeah, you guys are exactly right. It is. It is. It's all about Michael Porter Jr. next season. It is. And it's also like, does Jamal like truly answer these questions? Like, was this an aberration? It's obnoxious to even ask that question because it, he just did it over and over. But like, all right, we, in the position he is in, the position we are in, we have to constantly reassess sure. what we are seeing. So we just need to see Jamal Murray come out and be that dude that we saw. And if it is, yeah, like, we do. We need to see it, but we need to see it in the playoffs most of all. You know, like, and we did, and we did. That's why. Yeah. I'm, that's why I don't get these good things. No, I know, I know. But it, we it, need to see it on a Tuesday. What he does in, in the regular season, like if he's this Jamal Murray in the regular season, great. We'll have a lot more confidence like, in it yeah. if he does do it in the regular. season. But it's season. all about if he can do it again in the playoffs. Right. Let's right. be honest. Awesome. But I'm saying, like, if he does it in the regular season, like it'll just be we'll never have to have this. Yeah. Oh, they'll win sixty games. Like yeah. honestly, if you get playoff Jamal, more. even more. just with a little bit less intensity, but just the skill level, yeah, you Nuggets win sixty games. And the other thing about Jamal too is it's like. That's the type of guy he is. We've all observed him warming up, playing, talked to him multiple times. Like he saw himself do this. He knows now this is who he is. This right. is not like I agree. You know I actually I mean? love this take. The, the, confidence is everything confident, in the NBA. Especially when you're like sort of divvying up like the top two, three tiers of talent. I really think confident and Jamal's young enough and he saw it go right and he saw himself do it at a high enough level that he why would he feel any other way than that he's that dude? And yeah. and the next time those shots go up, I'm gonna believe they're the thing, going. The in. thing is, is like next year is the year he's gonna start to get gassed up by people outside of Denver. He's True. gonna get the Jason Tatum treatment, where places <laughs> people like that, like people just assume it's going to happen, so they talk about it as though it's already it's come right. to pass. Yeah. Like with Jamal Murray, people are going to start talking about him in this way, so it's gonna be a whole different ball game for him. You know? Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm already, I'm telling you guys, I know it's silly, but I'm already excited for next season. It's not really silly. I'm ready. So Let's go. And it didn't take long for me to get kind of, the season's actually not even over. And I'm it's already over. Ready Dude, that's, the season's been over. I know, it has been over. Uh, everybody that's been watching online, we really appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, which we hope you are, we try to funnel everybody over there. Hit the like button, hit the like subscribe that, button. Like when that, this like show that. is over, let us know. I have a question for everybody that you can kind of let me know in the, com in the comments. We plan on doing this DMBA show once a week. Curious if you want two, three, what, what you guys want. If you want more know. DNBA shows, I think it works as a one week a, a show. If you don't know, we also have a podcast that we do Monday through Friday. So the DNVR Nuggets podcast, subscribe to that as well. Also uh, subscribe to DNVR, become a member, thednvr.com if you guys aren't shirt, already. Baby. Get a shirt. I know we got a lot of new listeners who are just coming in from YouTube, coming in from Periscope, but... We do a ton of written content too, so yeah, we got all dnvr.com. All these other perks too. You're gonna want to get on the ground floor. It's like buying Amazon stock early. Uh, we'll this, this last comment here: uh, 2021 year of DNVR. If they can contain those egos, <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Which I already uh, responded. Good luck on. That. Good luck yeah. on that one. Thanks, everybody. So a few of us at DNVR have been going to Green Mountain Dental for a while. Some of us get our teeth cleaned there. A few of us have gotten our wisdom teeth out, and the consensus among all of us, honestly 
it's a great experience at Green Mountain Dental Group. These guys are awesome at what they do. They're even Colorado sports fans. You can talk sports while getting your teeth clean, which is a little awkward, but it's probably better than talking about something you don't want to be talking about. Anyways, Green Mountain Dental Group is giving DNVR listeners a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. We've all got to go to the dentist. I know we don't like going to the dentist, but it's just something we have to do. You might as well get a free Sonicare toothbrush out of it. Schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group today. They're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver, and you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush.